0: all right gather around my apprentices as we discuss magic this is hyperborean radio i'm celtic god we have the lord keeper with us as always and if you appreciate what it is that we do please consider tossing us a few bucks there's patreon um we have a teespring there's buy us a, bias a of coffee buy us a bias
1: of coffee things like that
0: um what's there's something else oh yeah you can even send us money on paypal perfect at, Hyperboreanradio. at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yes, what he said. What he said, only flawless. Pretend all of that was flawless and smooth and good. All the goodness. Right. So it's yeah. The we're, we're we're going we're going to get magical today. Part of it is because the Lord Keeper had an epiphany. I've been talking about this. Well, we've been discussing it for a while, but he finally got what I was talking about. You had that light switch moment, and he was like, ah, an epiphany. So that's that's why we're doing this.
1: Well, and oddly the thing that actually made me realize it was I was just trying to watch something I knew was bad. And then I had a weird realization that it was that I I was actually I wasn't enjoying it, but I didn't hate it either and I knew this was an absolute train wreck. Of that's object
0: that it was an objectively bad show.
1: I, and I realized that these different things I had been watching over the last few months the quality kept dropping to the point where something that a few years ago would have been unwatchable is content now.
0: Well, well and part of it, too, was because you you haven't been actively watching things for a while. You just letting it play in the background. And it's that subconscious. Yes. The magic worms its way in.
1: Yes. And, and that's the thing is words. It's, it's repeated many, many times. People say it all the time without realizing quite what they're saying. Words are magic. And that isn't the abracadabra alakazam,
0: just words in general. Oh, that's why I forgot. I was going to do a bippity boppity boo thing with the introduction. Everybody just play it back in your head and add add a bippity boppity boo to the intro, please.
1: (laughs) Anyway, but there is a. There are spells cast all the time. You see them on billboards. You see them when you talk to people. You see them on announcements. You hear it on
0: the radio. Our telegram is magical.
1: Oh, yeah. Social media is a constant magic spell and it's going to sound ridiculous.
0: And it's not what people want it to be, because everybody wants it to to be be
1: fireballs and turning people into sheep and all this other stuff. uh, Well, here's the thing. There is a spell to turn people into sheep. Wake up, sheeple. There's there's sheep everywhere. The thing that really made me realize this was not just, I started noticing it when I noticed that my uh, ability to notice quality and actually be um, objective with storytelling, something I actually really care about, had dropped so low. And then I also realized when I was watching other things that I could actually feel it like it
0: was worming into my brain, Mm -hmm. like something was trying to get in there, Yep. So even just playing something in back magic is dangerous. That's just the way that it is. And, but so uh, so much in life is magical that most of us don't notice it. Even just playing something in background without actively listening to it is probably actually the most dangerous way. Oh yeah. To consume these passive things. consumption.
1: Well, here's part of the reason why actually is we've gone over this before is like the "quote unquote magic of easter eggs." is more powerful when you're just doing it because isn't that neat versus this is a fertility totem to the goddess
0: Astara. Well, it's like that thing that that you were saying. uh, You actually equated it to sports, and athletes do this. They specifically train for this. But to the uninitiated, it would seem that when you tense up, you're going to be stronger. Tense up, you'll be stronger. But athletes, any athletes out there knows, no, 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 no. Actually, you get slower and weaker when you tense up so they specifically train to relax and be loose and just do it and it also helps avoid injury as well in sports
1: and that's the thing is words magic all these things they're like rivers and like we've talked about this before people all people technically have magic but some people have a little stream and other people have raging mississippis Mm -hmm. and yeah it's People can tell when there's magic being cast because they can actually feel it, whether it's a concert where everybody is just completely full of energy or uh, a speech that rouses an entire nation. They are there is magic cast all the time by Cayente brand nachos. They're the bestest nachos ever. Right. Listen, Hyperborean Radio, your favorite Uh, ethnic faith podcast. I fucked up the spell, but you get the idea. Well, I mean, that's the thing is we admit that we are casting everyone on social media is casting magic. We're Mm -hmm. just we're aware of it. And we're also not
0: aware of it. Well, and um, one of the most powerful magic spells ever, uh, because we was talking about this earlier day when we was out for a walk and talking pre-show is no. Now, it's not the word itself. It's the magic of command. So when you command, no much more powerful than no, no, no. You hear the difference. One is begging and pleading. The other one is commanding. Well, and that's the thing is, um, I don't do begging and pleading very well, but I did my best. Damn it. Well, every
1: spell quote unquote, is, um, it's multifaceted. Mm hmm. Yes. 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 Yeah. Same spell, many different ways. Mm hmm. Or, uh, To put it in a way that I think Bill Burr did this was no, Uh, not no, no No means
0: no, no,
1: no, stop. You're so bad. That doesn't mean no. Correct. (laughs) That means do it faster. Do it harder. Do it more. That is going to be a weird clip. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing is all of these people, we are, we are in a giant magical war. Mm-hmm. It sounds absolutely insane, but it is. And this is actually why like if you Well, pick- I mean
0: people want the the esoteric and the magic and the woo-woo stuff and well, Hyperborean Radio is extremely pragmatic. Really? Really? We, we okay, all- fine. Fuck it. We'll whip out the woo-woo and we're going to just smother you guys in the woo-woo. Well, it's like we were talking about this as well is um media because I, I, I story like- five to ten percent of the listeners just dropped off when i said that we was going to smother them in the woo woo (laughs) but stories are giant spells
1: they are massive spells
0: well and there's different types of magic too like we've been focusing on the word magic
1: but there's also image magic
0: yeah there's there's image magic there's magic involved in actions there's there's literally magic in everything once you learn how to see it some people are better at it than others
1: well history films history textbooks things like that they're reality warping magic yes because history because we don't live in it because it is technically an imagined state history is constantly shifting what happened is not necessarily what happened
0: well and let me see we're uh give or take eight minutes in and currently right now usually a few people dropped off so for those of you that's still with us uh no we're not saying the occult and uh the wiccan crap and uh, you know the hiya, humba hiya, humba all that stuff um, that is da, no. all that stuff robs it of power exactly here's the thing that it's- is not magic that's theater and it's not even good theater it's that's not what we're talking about because that type of magic... For Hyperboreans, like it might work perfectly well for Dravidians, might work perfectly well for Middle Easterners or or non-Hyperboreans. But Hyperboreans, we don't do magic that way. It doesn't work for us. And I have proof. Do you know what proof I'm talking about, Lorekeeper? The lore? The lore. We've dug deep and far through history beyond the Middle Ages where the church was in control of everything that was written. But more into the the lore and the unspoken history. How how much magic do you read about in stories of the gods and heroes?
1: Quite a bit. Right? Yes, but none of it is abracadabra, alakazam, or beating a drum or anything like that. And it's the with same. the
0: exception of the fins, but they're fucking weird.
1: Yeah, and that's late stage. We don't know how old yeah. it is. And here it, it was thing.
0: written specifically in. Uh, I can't say the the name of the book. The Kalivala
1: uh the color Kale- well actually no uh, it's written in history books oh is it okay the Kalevala- i know that there's something well, about like, like harps Vynumoyne, and Vynumoyne and all the various gods and heroes how mm-hmm. they cast magic is
0: just songs and words and here's the thing because oh, in- yeah, i know that there's a bunch of it where and he plucked on his harp and the trees shattered uh, i don't know where that comes from i've never actually seen it oh but-
1: the the can uh it's an instrument that Vinamoinen
0: invents, but Vinamoinen okay. doesn't Okay, now where it. are those stories? That's what I'm getting That's at. That's in the Kalevala. There's no drum. That's there. what I was talking about. And, and see, you did the, the thing like most moderns do that I complain about. You focused on the one word thing. It's like the fact checkers. Oh, no, it's not true because he said the word drum, eliminating the rest of it. It'd be like, oh, this is how, how proper hyperboreans do it. Yeah, it's the Kalevala. Uh, no drums in it though, because the the essence of what I said was still in the Kalibala. Well,
1: and yes, but uh, they do mostly do it like we're actually describing. Mm-hmm. Most instances of magic is either just be- spoken or song. Right.
0: Now, cutting down trees and and growing forests and whatnot. Well, that's a terror. This is gods, for instance. They do what we do, just more.
1: Well, the gods are like us. Just yes. Well, more. they are us. They are
0: us. They're just more. Right. So if you go out and you sing to your, you plant a tree, a young tree, and you go out and you sing to it every day, or a forest and you sing to the forest every day and the forest grows up big and strong, a thousand generations from now, you sang that forest into existence if they tell that part of the story. Now, does this mean that, you can't go out there and go, ah, and a tree come busting up out of the ground. Well, no, maybe if you have strong enough magic of that type, sure, but it's not going to require cauldrons. It's not going to require waving feathers around and beating on drums. No, it, it, it probably doesn't even require the sound that you're making. Well, I mean, it's magic is one of those things we just do it.
1: Well, it's like people don't, a lot of the, the tropes. Of witches and wizards. They are based on stuff in the lore, but they're definite twistings. It's like, why do witches have cauldrons? Because it's a cooking pot, and they usually live out in the woods, so mm-hmm. they make a huge thing of soup. Or maybe they might may use it to make poultresses. It's not, eye of newt and skin of dog, and I will turn your prince into a frog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the hair of wart. And dart of thong. I don't know. Dart of yes. thong. It- uh, it's actually a plant. There's a plant called. Oh, plant. okay. Um, yeah, wrong thong. Get I was... your head out of the gutter. <laughs> um, it's
1: hard because the sex, sex, sex spell right. is everywhere.
0: I, I mean, yeah, we're all under constant magical attack. To look at it that way, but no, magic is actually real. But in the lore, when Merlin turns the soldiers to stone, that that's a uh, a popular. Or a mildly well-known The, the roll Right Stones. Which he they're... just does it. Well, and
1: here's the thing is, if you look at how the governments and uh, the Enemies of Our People Act, they actually understand that these stories are a little bit more literal than people take them. Right. Because they're Or deli- at least they suspect so. They suspect so. Because they're deliberately trying to destroy the roll right Stones, which are supposed to be turned back into men and fight for England and Britain. Avalon. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the ravens in the Tower of London. The they're trying to get rid of them. Specifically, the Islamic mayor of London is right. trying to get rid of them. And here's the thing: those are really old. They go back to like a sacred grove. They know these area.
0: things are real. Yes, and, and our gods and our heroes, when they do magic, they just do it. They just oh will no, it. not what? What about this god and the magic sword? And the old stories, any sword in that god's hands. Is magic. Is magic. It's not that specific sword. It might be a really good sword that was made by a really good swordsmith.
1: Like Wayland or Vulcan.
0: But um, in in particular, I'm referring to uh, Freyr, right? Because of his magic sword. However, he is so good with the sword, he can take an antler and fight with it. So is the magic actually in the sword that fights by itself when he is fighting a giant, dueling a giant, one of the most powerful ones... With a fucking antler. Now think about it. Is it actually the weapon, or is it the guy using the weapon?
1: Well, and that's actually another form of magic—battle or uh, uh,
0: fighting magic. And here's the thing: is like you used to be a professional fighter. Mm-hmm. People, no, pe- not I. I never made it big. Most fighters don't make it big because they won't bow to the pressure.
1: Well, same with uh, musicians. Most mm-hmm. musicians don't make it big just because you. We're a musician doesn't you, mean. That oh, you
0: yeah. You, you can be the best musician in the world and never make it big. It's it's usually one of two things, either because you don't get the lucky break or because you won't bow to the pressure of the recording companies. Well, it's in like, my case, I wouldn't bow to the pressure of the promoters.
1: Yes. But what I was getting at is you effectively, at least from other people's perspective, you think you're just a good fighter. You are. Mm-hmm. But you had battle
0: magic from their perspective because you would appear larger when you were fighting. Oh, yeah, the guys I fought, they they thought there was something weird about me because, oh, you step into the ring, you're just like normal, and then I step into the ring, and all of a sudden, you grow two feet.
1: Or uh, teleporting. They think yeah. you're teleporting because you're so good at maneuvering. And here's the thing is, the difference between magic and skill is very small. So then, at what po-
0: At what point are they just the same thing?
1: Yes. Well, it's like I was talking about cooking when you cook you're there's actually been like stories of this where like food has magical properties or whatever mm-hmm. i don't necessarily think it goes to that extreme but i have noticed like if you cook for someone even if you basically you can actually transfer your emotions that way it's like when you're cooking the food you imbue it with a little bit of yourself mm-hmm. it sounds ridiculous but think about it a home-cooked meal from your mom versus a bunch of depressed people at taco bell is a very different
0: emotional intake. Yeah, and and most of us are sensitive. Even if we don't know it, we're we're sensitives.
1: Well, we're not very good at deciding what we
0: will or will not let into ourselves. Mm -hmm. And and it's like I said, whenever you get hit by us... Here's an example of us being sensitives because this has happened to most people. You're standing there working and then you feel somebody staring at you or at a store and you can feel somebody just staring a hole in the back of your head you can feel somebody behind you and then you turn around and 30 yards away there's somebody looking at you why does that happen well and people call it situational awareness but again the
1: situational awareness versus just being able to sense something is uh what's just a, really what's the difference it's just a fancy way of saying the same thing yeah it's magic well it's like we you've pointed out before the way people describe most psychics like that movie push mm-hmm. the psychics in there are
0: they're seers and wizards basically yeah. they they just do the things and it's a good put that movie push is actually a good way of explaining how our magic works of course it's amped up it's bigger than what most of us would be capable of i would not doubt it that some people some very few people can do these things to these these scales like there might be somebody out there that can train themselves to actually cast a fireball just like in Dungeons and Dragons. But at what cost?
1: Well, and then how useful is it And then why would really? he do it?
0: Yeah. What?
1: Well, because, like, flaming arrows aren't a thing. The arrow as it flies puts the fire out.
0: Right. It's... Well, out of a useful ball.
1: Yes. And that's kind of the thing is that a lot of these things that are cool in fantasy are completely useless in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like being able to fly and super strength, except you can't stop a plane or a, uh,
0: a, uh, the a boys, comet. the boys, he flies by magic. Well, why didn't you catch the, uh, the airplane? What am I supposed to catch it on air?
1: Yeah. He, ha- you strength is partially dependent on what you push off with because mm-hmm. like really Superman, anytime that he, uh, is flying should be relatively harmless, like there's no flying right. into someone at full well, speed. Well, like
0: the original Superman, he couldn't fly. He leapt tall buildings. So he could jump really high. Well, and they really used far. it's even in his original description, right? Deep, tall buildings right. in a single Exactly. Mount. So in the original, that's what it was. But he did develop the ability to fly. The only way they could do it would be to change his density. So then he has to become lighter than air to fly the way that he flies, at which point you could kill him with a piece of paper.
1: Yes. Well, and here's the other thing is superheroes and uh st- are a story that's a giant spell and superman is actually an interesting case because he was invented based off older character older figures like hercules
0: paul bunyan john henry all right. these and then they want to make him godlike so, so then they look to oily josh
1: so there's this constant pull between sort of the folk heroes and like god uh god heroes of european and american tradition versus sort of the Moses Christ-like figure. Mm -hmm. And what has kept happening is every time he's written, there's a pull in one of these two directions, and for the last 30, 40 years, it's been pulled consistently in this Moses Christ Messiah direction, which is why he's a completely shit character now.
0: Well, and the thing is, is we're not trying to destroy the idea of magic by making it mundane. No, actually, we're trying to turn the mundane into magic. Because that's what it is. How many times... I've heard so many people say things like like this. Those statues are magical in the Lord of the Rings. I wish that we had things like that in real life. Well, you can. Yeah, and we can. And it would be magical. But what makes it magical? Is it because somebody cast a... Okay. Is it because somebody did an incantation over the massive statues that's immaculately carved in the right place, in the right way, in the right proportions? Or is it because the people that was carving it put so much care and detail into it that it became magical? Well, if you want a giant statue, there's many of
1: them across the planet. Uh, there's the call to the motherland in Russia. There's Lady Liberty mm-hmm. in uh,
0: the United States. There's Mount Rushmore. There, there's the Mount gar- Rushmore is getting closer to what I was talking about because I was talking about something carved directly out of nature, not just a large statue, because there is a difference. There is oh, yeah. a difference between those statues that's in Lord of the Rings that's framed by that that uh, that frame that waterfall versus the lady, uh, uh, lady Liberty, the Statue of Liberty. There is a difference between those two scenarios, those two setups. The, not Stonehenge, uh, you just said it, the one with the presidential faces. Oh, out. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is far closer to what I was talking about. But those statues are not impossible. And we could actually have them in real life. But what would make it magic? Would it be because you have a bunch of people wearing robes, waving feathers around, maybe let's have a a boiling cauldron with some throwing some salamanders in there and some chalk circles, chanting incantations. Is that the only way that would be magic? Or would it become magical because of the care and the detail that's put into the sculptures, where they are, the careful choice and placement Which one would actually make it magical?
1: Well, and the thing is, is as much as this world is currently in this constant magical war, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. there is very little positive magic.
0: Which is what we have consistently tried to encourage is positive magic. Positive for us, it probably sucks for everyone else, but for Hyperboreans, it's fantastic. Well, it's like cities. It's
1: almost like there's a giant spell of weariness and sadness Mm -hmm. over it. There's not a positive one. And actually, this is something... I. I actually am trying to warn people. It's not just that this is important to understand what magic actually is according to our lore, according to our traditions. It's that you are constantly on the under the onslaught. And even if you just sum this up as psychological attacks or whatever, you don't have mm-hmm. to call it magic. We are constantly under attack by it.
0: And, and Well, and that's the thing. Magic is so strong, you don't have to call it magic. Yes. If it's real magic, you don't have to call it magic.
1: Yes, that's the thing is it's one of the things that we've tried to delineate, well, actually, de-delineate, because the natural and the supernatural has been delineated under Christianity. Mm -hmm. These two things were not separate for the longest time. Because here's the thing, is if an elf shows up, it is no less
0: natural than the raccoon. Correct. Well, and for instance, if you want to see a real witch, because there's so many witches out there, I doubt, and he's listening, because we have pissed off almost everybody on the planet that calls themselves a witch. If you... Do and you're listening? Hey, congratulations! You're tougher than the rest. But a real witch is not a woman that has forty two cats in the cauldron and the the what the hell is that stupid hat called that never actually existed Which is the, the conical hat. No, it's the lady. Is she from Poland? The one with that made friends. Oh,
1: I forget her name, but yeah, she was a Polish uh zoologist, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she lived in a cabin. She had like a pet boar she had a
0: pet and they raven. were these were all wild animals oh yeah they
1: weren't like she didn't trainting. go out
0: there with with them they came to her
1: oh yeah she she had lynxes that would sleep in her
0: bed she would walk around with a herd of deer that would follow her everywhere it um, was the giant boar and again the thing is what the reason why i say she was a real witch she didn't tame these animals she didn't bring the animals there and raise them. No, the animals came to her. She also knew how to heal them. She basic herbal at least basic herbal Basically skills.
1: communicate
0: with them. She was a forest witch. Right. She was a forest witch. That w- that's a real witch. These these people with the chakra wands, chakra crystal wands, and all these these salt crystals in their garden and uh the conical hats and the the special jars of special dirt that they bought from the special land, very specially far away, and it's very specially expensive. These aren't witches. They're They're pretenders. They're pretentious pretenders who basically are...
1: Plastic pagans. Plastic pagans. We did a whole freaking podcast on it.
0: Apparently one of our... um, More more popular ones. Yeah, more popular ones. I was going to say more favorite, but I don't... That implies us, and we don't really have favorite podcasts in that way. No, well, and this
1: is the other thing is I want to bring up is everyone's noticed that they're kind of taking all of the most beloved franchises and running them into the ground. Mm -hmm. And sometimes
0: they're casting spells.
1: Yes, well, it's like uh, American Gods. That show, for as bad as it was, it was casting a spell, and people didn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. And then they counter—they actually basically sicked a counterspell. As yes. the seasons went on, they were trying to undo the accidental spell they cast in the first one. Uh, same with uh, Game of Thrones; mm-hmm. they cast a counter spell in the last few
0: seasons. They re- same thing in the show uh, Vikings; they realized that they awoken something. Is it awoken or awakened? But they awakened something in the people, and they're like, "Oh shit, we got to kill this quick." So then they they cast a counter spell, and that's what they're
1: doing with like the Hobbit trilogy. And the upcoming Rings of Power. They are trying to cast a counterspell on the original Lord of the Rings book series and the films. Mm -hmm. It's the same with anything that gives our people inspiration, hope, purpose, a sense of heroism. They are trying to destroy it. And the easiest way to do that is to cast a counterspell. And it has to be of equal power. That's part of the problem that a lot of people have. Like People will bring up these old symbols that were used... And talk about how powerful they are. But what they don't realize is there's been decades of people basically cursing them, Mm -hmm. more or less. I mean, we even say it. I
0: curse you. We still do it to this day. Yeah, curse upon your name. I spit on you. Uh, There's all kinds of. A pox on both your houses. Yeah. Uh, The
1: curse. These things are so full of curses and constantly being ambushed with them that. No matter what you do, these symbols are not going to be decursed. In fact, by constantly pushing them around, you're actually spreading. Basically, the, curse. the only way
0: that they can be decursed is to for for them to become forgotten,
1: forgotten and then reborn. Yeah, but there's a fa- fairly famous one, the Hakenkreuz.
0: Well, like actually, if if the dream comes true, where we manage to buy some land and get some people all together of like mind and. We all start working the land together. There's various spells that we want to cast. Like, oh, um, uh, shit, there was a name that, that one of us had put to it, and it's gone because I'm on air, of course. But it's where the the dead and the missing gods, Oh, the, and I wanted the, to have little idols made. And oh, yeah, the, the, forest the forest of the
1: dead or the forest of forgotten gods. Yes. And actually have these little idols, uh, generic enough but handmade and placed preferably made by
0: people that has never carved before.
1: And each one representing, because here's the thing is once you've truly forgotten the gods, it's not that they can't potentially be reborn, but they won't be reborn the same way. They won't be them. It's like when we're reborn, we're not the same person we were in a former life. Right. And this is kind of the issue that we're facing is there is this gigantic spell constantly being cast on our people. Mm -hmm. And people have said it before, but I think part of the issue is we're trying to fight it with offensive, but it's um, to to quote Gandalf, actually uh, paraphrase him at least. It's it's not the grand gestures; it's the little lights, mm-hmm. the the small acts of kindness that keep the darkness at bay. Yes, if you want to try and actually save or help our people, it's not some grand gesture. It's not some. It's not a attack. It's those little things that keep the hope alive, that keep the meaning alive, Mm -hmm. the telling of stories.
0: and Well, and it's not that the big acts don't do anything because obviously they do. But you'll never get that big thing without the thousand, thousand little things.
1: Well, it's like I said, if something's constantly cursed, the thing that saves it is not one giant thing that attacks the Mm -hmm. many curses. It's the bunch of small... For lack of a better term, blessings
0: or enchantments right. or boons. Well, it's like I, I've talked about this before, just on the verse side of it, with this or that is wrong with society and so on and so forth. It's never a singular thing. It's pebbles forming a mountain. These can be negative or positive, and we need to build, build the the counter-mountain. So the, the counter-spell to all of these negatives that's in society and it doesn't mean not using anything because like electricity, for instance, it is not inherently good or bad. Well,
1: most things, I mean, there's even a word for it. We unintentionally name things accurately, the titans of industry. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is the old titans, the titans that are in Greek mythology or the giants or things like that. These aren't evil. They're
0: just forces of nature. We have created some industries and mechanics that we become beholden to because that's where i was going to go with it with electricity there's no problem with electricity what where the problem comes in is being beholden and reliant on electricity yes i don't know um the robotic because we're almost there the robotic uh star wars arm and legs and stuff like that These things, they're perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with them. And if you lost your arm in a horrible accident, I'm sure it'd be great to have the Star Wars arm. And I wouldn't try to stop you from having the Star Wars arm, but we can't be reliant on it. And then what is the cost of this? Because currently right now, with these ones that's borderline the Star Wars arm, yeah, they are, would it be worth it to have that arm if you are tracked everywhere that you go? and you have to make payments on you, you can't just buy it outright but now you have to make a 300 hundred dollar payment for the rest of your life to have access to this arm well well now at this point it's a bad thing
1: well it's there's even entire stories around the consequences of such a thing happening like mm. repo man and repo the genetic opera mm-hmm. and that's the other thing is there's all these stories and these stories are being told of this dystopia of all these things and they're reinforcing these things they were supposed to act as warnings but what they're turning into is we craft reality partially by how we see it so if we see everything is bad things will not get better this doesn't mean we can't recognize the horrible things or the bad things or the negative things we also have to let the good things have their say right they have to have a refuge they have to have a place they can grow again it's like a focus,
0: fo- Yeah, it's it, positive and negative. It's it, it is a type of magic. If you focus on the negative all the time and do not live in fear, do not live in fear or whatever. Uh, insert wise man voice, uh, whether it's Yoda or guru. But yeah, it, it's true. If you live in fear, if you live in that negative headspace all the time, everything becomes negative.
1: Well, and here's the other thing is we've actually noticed uh, we're kind of weaning ourselves off of media, but there's actually something we started to notice, and it's been going on for decades, possibly since the beginning of film. There's a spell being cast over and over again. Let the past die. Oh, yeah. Kill it if you must. And it's not just because there's really famous instances of this in like some recent Marvel movies. And uh, the Star Wars films, but it's being cast more and more.
0: Yeah, it's in actually a lot of films. So it was actually a YouTube guy that talks about film and whatnot, and he brought that up and he used it as a joke. And I'm like, oh hey, wait, that's important. And then started actually looking, and those lines or variations on those lines are in so many movies. You can't live in the past; let the past die. Uh, sometimes the past must be killed, the past must die even if you have to kill it. There's a thousand different ways that they're saying it, but it is in so yeah. many films.
1: Well, and the spell has been cast it's everywhere yeah you can it's actually been cast see a
0: thousand it. thousand times
1: Well, like the last 20 years we have been out of time and by out of time, I mean removed from it because think about it the last 20 years have not had a discernible culture. Mm-hmm. It's like a mishmash, like t- all the time of the last 100, 200 years is happening all at once. They are destroying it. And what's happening as a result is the past
0: is constantly changing. It's oh, like... I know what it is. It's the CERN magic wheel of time thing that they got going. <laughs> no, uh, oh, no. Oh, no? No. Damn it.
1: Well, No, I mean... Like, for instance, in uh, people will bring up 1984 a lot. Mm-hmm. I've actually read that book. I have not. There is actually a scene where earlier on in the book they're fight because there's basically three super nations in the mm-hmm. 1984 world they are fighting one and they've always been fighting the other and then part way through the book all of a sudden is we're fighting this one and we've always been allies with this other one so they've they switched it mm-hmm. so there's this constant thing but because there's so few nations none of it really matters it's just right. a way of keeping people under control
0: And And then they tell people it's always been this way. Well,
1: and it's part of why new speak is so dangerous. It's why we do the vocab lessons Mm -hmm. on the telegram to make people weaker. Take away their spells. Take away language.
0: Or, yeah, yeah, conflating it, twisting the meanings. Well, you see, that's not how I use that word. Yes, that is exact. uh, I've had people say this to me, and that is how they was using that word. What they're trying to do is get me to excuse their behavior, but no, they was actually using that word that way, and they're trying to convince you that's not what that word means, so that you, too, will use that word in that way, thinking that means something else.
1: They're, they're casting spells and getting you to cast them, too, without mm-hmm. even realizing it. And it's
0: it. not that everybody's doing it on purpose because many of us been, have been taught by our priests of one type or another, where, whether it's a school teacher, an actual priest, A YouTube or podcast personality, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't matter. A lot of us have been taught to use these words, and we're using them correctly, but we think that they mean something that they don't.
1: Well, we we even said this earlier. Passive. Mm -hmm. The more passive and unintentional, the more the flow happens because with the intention, you're forcing yourself rigid. Because most people don't have practice. Right. But when you do it unintentionally. It's like when you can throw the baseball farther when you're not even thinking about
0: it than when you actually try to wind up your arm. Exactly. It's Well, yeah, it's like when we're throwing the ball back and forth because you're not really that much of a sports ball guy and been training to do it offhand. When you actually try, the same way with me, I try to do it offhanded, it doesn't fly as well. It doesn't go as far. The football doesn't have the same spin on it, the, the same spiral. But even offhanded, not paying attention, boop, and it goes far, goes hard, and it it spins perfectly because we aren't actively trying. So when people do these things, they're not necessarily being malicious, but they are doing a malicious act. Well, it's part of the point of practice. When you're playing an instrument, for instance, or you're
1: playing a sport, or you're doing anything really, you do it almost automatically. Yeah. You are doing it passively. You are doing it. Well, what's
0: it, the one thing like a music teacher will tell people, relax, 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 relax. You've got to relax your fingers. If it's a horn, you have to relax. Tense your lips, but relax them. What? <laughs> and, uh, you have so, to be strong, but relax. So you with have the piano.
1: to, you have to practice, but the whole point of practicing is so that you do it unintentionally. Right. All of these complex rituals and things, they're actually robbing people
0: of power in anything they do. Well, I think that's why the church actually pushed this, what people are thinking of as magic, as magic, so that they will pursue the useless magic rather than the actual powerful magic and stay away from actually accomplishing things.
1: Well, it's like in a church, they cast magic all the time. Mm -hmm. For instance, like I went to my grandmother's funeral It was the first time I'd been in a church in years. You can actually feel there's. It's like something's trying to grip you
0: mm-hmm. when people sing the songs, and uh, if you, because, or if you're me, it feels like somebody's inserting a straw. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Something's trying, trying to my suck body. your
1: soul out. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's well, not even weird. It's strange. Yes, because that's the other thing. Is weird is a word that's been corrupted, and I'm trying to stop using it the wrong right. way.
0: Um, or, well, you're still using it correctly, but two things that aren't beneficial or the the, Euchar- or the eucharist the eating and drinking the body and blood of
1: christ right. that is a ritual that has power singing together has power it puts because they've actually done studies on this when people sing together in unison their hearts start to beat in accordance and it actually causes an intense bonding situation yes. this is partly why i don't disagree when people say well i did this with people and it meant a lot even if the ritual is yes. Complete yes, nonsense. Yes. did. What it was is all of you were in we in were sync in, in sync. You were connected. You the took a non magical
0: thing and made it magic.
1: Well, and that's the thing, is it's not the thing you're doing, it's the
0: way you're doing it. Well, and here's another one. Uh I believe you was talking about it with William, maybe with Aethel Wolf the other day. But it was that um he's an author and he had a vision of balder and then became devoutly christian. Oh, that was C.S. Lewis. So he he was reading this old poem, I forget what it
1: who wrote it and what it was about, but it was a long poem. And it had the line balder the beautiful is dead, is dead. And he had this weird he described it as an ecstatic experience where all of a sudden he had a vision of these rolling beautiful northern hills. So he had he had this ecstatic experience because of the God Balder, because he connected to it for whatever reason. I'm not going to try and say one way or the other. What happened was, is he trusted his friend Tolkien, who and I like Tolkien, but Tolkien was a Christian, a a very devout one, as far as we can Mm -hmm. tell. And he took that same magic and then the bond he had with C.S. Lewis. And he actually ended up making C.S. Lewis even more devoutly Christian than he was. He took a pagan ecstatic experience and made it a Christian experience Mm -hmm. by reframing it. Balder, instead of
0: becoming a god of the north, became the northern Christ. Yeah, uh, according to C.S. Lewis. So he had a magical experience, and then it got twisted and warped. And it works in both directions. Like, well, it's like a double-edged sword. It cuts in both directions. You know what? So does a single-edged sword.
1: Yes, people forget that. It's like the hammer doesn't have to hit you with the hammer end to hurt. The wooden handle bit hurts too. Yes. Well, it, and this is actually a method that the church has used As you can pretty much
0: attest to because showing you how to axe fight a little bit and I flipped the axe around and I showed yeah. you how how it's actually done. Yeah. Didn't even strike you with the handle, but you knew that would hurt had I hit you with the handle. You don't have to hit him with the sharp bit.
1: Well, it's uh, but actually, this is another spell people have cast. Europeans and uh, people like us mm-hmm. don't have any martial arts. Like people will actually oh, talk about. Yeah. no, Which no. is a lie. No, two of the most famous ones are wrestling and boxing. It's yeah. just because it doesn't have Kung Fu Do. Karate. Right. It doesn't have a fun name. Well, I mean, even uh, Baritsu, I think is what it's called. It's Irish stick fighting. They just gave it an Asian name and mixed in a little well, Brazilian. Which is jibitsu. actually
0: documented that they, they took Irish stick fighting, which didn't really have a name but because they wanted people to take it seriously as a martial art they based it off well, they gave it an asian name and i forget exactly which itsu um i think they i, I want to say is uh actually i don't know i'm not even going to guess but there was there's another martial arts that has a itsu and they're like oh hey there's this so we'll we'll call it baritsu and it's documented and then people took it seriously but before that oh no that's Irish stick fighting, that's for animals and uncouth. Well, I mean, it's like the Chinese. They keep making
1: movies of that one guy who fought an American uh, boxer. Or an English boxer. um, I forget who. But they always portray him as he won. He lost.
0: Yeah, he got his ass
1: kicked. Or uh, catch wrestling.
0: And and there was no cheating because because they show the two types. And he wins in both ways in, in the Chinese movies. There's the one where he cheats like crazy, and then there's the other one where he's an he's actually an honorable fighter, and he still loses. And then he congratulates Ip Man for winning. But it, what really happened was Ip Man got his ass kicked, and the guy didn't cheat. It's just he couldn't do anything with that catch fighter. Catch fighting back then was not like, I forget what it's called now, WWE, yeah. WEF, whatever the fuck it is uh the professional wrestling. No, it was a combination of boxing and wrestling.
1: Yeah, catch fi- catch wrestling or catch fighting is an extremely
0: catch, catch as one can, is yeah. what it means.
1: And it's actually a very There's good no rules.
0: Art. Just try not to kill or maim each other permanently. Yes. Oh well, I mean That's the it, rule. The
1: <laughs> Asians know that it's dangerous. It's over here it's basically testosterone ballet. Yeah. Which is another spell they cast. Mm-hmm. Uh all of these Oh, G- you can't get big and... Oh,
0: what about this? Well, you can't get big and strong unless you take steroids. No, no, no. This is not true. Well, all these professional athletes—they take. I think it's called PEDs. Well, yes, yes, they do. But do you have to do that? No, no, no.
1: All it does is make you recover fast. That, that's it's, what they do it not, for, is for. It's recovery. not muscle growth hormone. That's. Yep. Gr- well, it kind of is, but it isn't. Um, but the thing with a lot of these things is. Like in the navy, yeah. Come that's and where join I was going to go with men. it. Is the
0: navy, the navy is so gay. The navy used to be hyper-masculine. Oh yeah, just look at old pictures from like a hundreds or mm-hmm. so years ago. Well, and now they're pushing. Well, the pirates had gay weddings because when you spend so many years aboard a ship with other men, of course you're going to develop uh romantic relationships. Hmm. This is why they had whores on board. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of them had whores on board, on board, and some of them. Here's, here's the, the thing. Not all of these. I forget what they is called. Um, but for a lack of a better term, we'll use that gay marriage. It, they used a different term. But they weren't all gay couples. Sometimes it was just a... It might be a father-son type relationship. Like I'm old, you're young. If I die, you get my stuff. It's basically... They're bonded that way. It's n- It wasn't always a sexual thing. That is... It pisses me off so fucking much with modernity. You take two people that spend any amount of time together, they must be gay. Well, it's No, not, they, they mustn't always be fucking.
1: Well, it's like Achilles and Patricles. They People have just rewritten that they're gay. There's even a book about them being gay. He just really cared about his cousin. Is that so hard to believe?
0: In today's world, it is. And it, it is an absolute atrocity.
1: Well, it's it's why there's that saying a lie repeated enough times becomes the truth. Yes. Well, and that's why they're going after people that are already dead. They can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Because if you go after George Washington by saying that he took out the teeth of his slaves and used them for his dentures or you go after, I don't know, Teddy Roosevelt or you go after Heracles, you go after Achilles. Walt you go Whitman. after Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman was a freaking abolitionist and they are trying to argue he was a hyper racist just because he was an old white guy Yeah. or, or retroactively making a lot of
0: people gay. Oh, that's, that seems to be their favorite one. And then it's gotten to the point where two guys and two girls cannot be friends without fucking each other. And a guy and a girl can't be friends without fucking each other. It's like, no, this is this is not necessarily there, well, how it's, it works.
1: It's the destruction of language, like love. Mm-hmm. Love used there used to be so many different kinds of love. The Greeks had like eight or seven, seven or eight words, and so did the North. But I honestly don't know enough about that to really do that. But like friendship, like Facebook, there's different types
0: of. Sorry, there's different types of
1: friendship. Well, and Facebook destroyed the word friends. It cast curse after curse, and now the word has no meaning.
0: Yeah, so. Oh, it, or brother. All these various religions destroyed the word brother. Yeah. So if you're not actually the person's brother, don't call me your brother because I've had too many people betray me that call me brother. However, random, straight, and same way with friend. However, amongst our own circles, we can call each other cousins. And this is, this is the thing. You don't trust a cousin nearly as much as you do a friend. Or a um, or a sibling, or at least you shouldn't. But there's the potential for th- for that um, bond to build. Plus, it shows a relation, I guess. Um, yeah, a relation. I'll use that word. A relation between the two. So we're admitting it's like saying hello, f- fellow Hyperborean, of which I'm I would like to get to know better. Hello, cousin. Yes. Well, I mean, it's even in uh, some of our lingo, cuz. Yeah. Well, and we're going to sh- take that one and shove that off to the side oh, yeah. because don't you, that's don't, been Don't use cuz.
1: Don't use bro. Yeah. Bare-
0: I actually, use the formal. If you're going to say this to me, you can call me cousin because we are. We're probably like 400 times removed cousins, but we're cousins.
1: Well, and here's the thing is as long as you talk about something, you are giving it power. It's It's not... It's not saying don't talk about things that are bad, but like the rings of power, mm-hmm. the best way to kill it, to not let it the counterspell take. To push
0: it, it into the shadows and let it die and ignore it. Do because what they the, want the, us the, to
1: do to their counterspell, what they want to do to our blessings, basically.
0: Yes. Well, because they don't really care so long as people, they don't even really care if people are watching it. What they care is our people talking about it.
1: Well, yeah, because the counter spell will spread no matter what. That's like the people that click on the rings of power just to ratio it. They're getting caught
0: in the counter spell, in the
1: curse, in the enchantment.
0: They they don't give a shit. People watch it and people hate on it. Oh, that's perfect. We'll make another season for them to keep clicking on it, for them to keep absorbing it.
1: Well, it's why they kill the superheroes. It's why they kill the fantasy genre. It's why they kill sci-fi. They are destroying hope. They are destroying heroes. And it's time we actually started saying the spell that needs said quite a bit.
0: No more. Or better yet, just no. Yes. Just no. And say it with commanding authority. Because I know too. This is one of the things where a lot of people will fall off. We can say some of the most crazy outlandish shit and people will listen. But most people, which is why we ask, are you tough enough? We have noticed if we place responsibility and authority at their feet, they're like, "Oh fuck no, I'm out
1: well, and there are many spells like the trying to compare us to chimps. there's a specific reason that spell even though they there's no real proof mm-hmm. if you actually there's look none it, none there's actually more well, ev-
0: there, uh-huh, there is proof they say that there's proof, yeah, and I say I don't know, shit falls out of the sky because it does on occasion oh yeah.
1: But that is a spell because what it does is it takes it removes us from the north and Mm -hmm. we're just evolved from the Africans is usually where people end up taking it. All of that is nonsense. It's a completely warped view of the world. We are highly adapted to the north. Mm -hmm. And um, honestly, it's one of the reasons we push from our own folklore. This shows up in the folklore and mythology so much that we are bear people is because not only does it make more sense, we've actually looked into it trying to disprove it and we keep finding more evidence for it. Yeah, we
0: it. took the scientific method and tried to, tried to disprove it.
1: But simply put, that mental imagery that we are bear people, it's a spell that helps our people. Whereas the, the raging, poo-throwing chimp...
0: And the Tower of Babylon is why we're all different. Babylon. Which is where it always goes. Yeah, it, it's... Why would we embrace that fucking story? Embrace
1: Babylon, embrace Jerusalem, embrace the Tower of Babel and the Noah's Flood, embrace yeah. embrace the sky, Papa and his golden sun.
0: Which is what they're subconsciously doing. That's because I know some people get pissed off when I'm like, even science is universalistic and Abrahamic specifically. And they're like, oh, uh-uh, uh oh, but yeah, everything. Well, well, how do you expect the or how do you explain then? The out of Africa, we come from from monkeys hypothesis thing. They're ignoring some of well, that's Darwin, yes, and Darwin also said that all of the different races evolved from different people or from different animals. Well, that's why after Darwin, that was actually
1: the argument. If you look into the old arguments, is these different races of man evolved from different animals? We didn't know what.
0: Yeah, but- and there's like a thousand, thousand different hypotheses. But it was generally ex- uh, um, accepted that we as all different species. Now it is heresy to, to utter that aloud.
1: Well, and the very fact that science has heresy is a problem. Yes. Well, and here's the thing is science, much like everything else, is just it's a force of nature. It's actually just a way of describing the forces of nature. Mm-hmm. And just like every force of nature, it doesn't care, which is why things like morality, because if not, you end up with like Tech from uh, Fallout. Yes. Complete disregard for human life, morality, care, anything. Horror shows. Why? Well, what if? It just, it just becomes, what if we could do this? What if this happened? I want to know.
0: Yeah. What happens if we cut off the left foot of every person? Do they develop a different gait? Does it change their hips? What if we turn all the men into women and all the women into men? Yeah. that would be equity, right? Because notice there, there's, and it's part of the language game the language magic leads out into the physical world. Words like equality and equity. They used to push equality. Then they got equality. Well, equality isn't equal. We need equity. Yep. Well, and, here's, and equity is different from equality and well, it's better.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's like if words are magic, right? And images are magic books, are basically giant spells, bottled spells. Spell books. They're spell books. They're each of these, because I actually realized, because I was trying to read this one book because it had some interesting things, but it was written by a liberal, and I could actually feel it worming into my brain. I was getting headaches reading it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I stopped, and I started feeling better. It right. sounds ridiculous, but it, it's a thing.
0: It's why you have to be careful what you read. What like. you consume, whether what, actively or passively. What spells you let enter you hmm because well think of it like arsenic I guess when, when it's a, a bad spell think of it as arsenic arsenic can actually save your life but if you consume too much of it you're going to die now at this point does it matter if you knowingly and aggressively consume arsenic or whether you passively and unawarely consume arsenic to the lethal dosage what it doesn't really fucking matter. You're still consuming the arsenic. And there is a beneficial aspect to arsenic. However, that is so minute, you're probably, in general, further off not even consuming it. And here, that's
1: the thing, is movies are even more powerful than books. Mm-hmm. Which is partly why, like, because...
0: Well, that... and music more powerful than that. That's why they add music to movies. Oh, yeah,
1: once you add words, music an imagery that's why movies are so powerful mm-hmm. and cuz you can have a a image from a movie a scene from a movie stuck in your head forever and then that spell is constantly working
0: on you well and that's not to discount music either because there's all kinds of people well i i i don't know what the words are like when you point out how detrimental the words are i don't know what the words are i just like the rhythm i like the beat i like the way that it sounds but I don't know what the words are. But you can sing it word for word. So even though you don't consciously know the words, the message of the ston- song still got in your head.:
1: Well, and that's actually I just realized something. As bad as media has gotten, mm. there are still these scenes, even in terrible movies, that are good. And that's the thing. is the uh, entire and it's thing done on purpose. The entire thing doesn't have to be a spell. But so long as you have that one scene, Like, Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. It's not that good a show.
0: No, it's a horrible show. It's a train wreck. I tried watching it, couldn't even make it through the first episode. But
1: these small scenes with power, they start being like, oh my gosh, this scene is so amazing, you should watch it. And then you go watch it, and then that scene sticks in your head. They got the spell there, even if you just watch two minutes. And here's the thing.
0: It's not just that two minutes that sticks in your head. That two-minute scene. That was actually phenomenal and actually said something positive. There's 15 minutes on each side of that that gets locked in your brain as well. Yes, it's used as an anchor, like yes. putting a nail through a tent. Well, and I've, I've done this. I've gone through some of these movies with really powerful scenes. And some of them, uh, probably all of them to various degrees. Actually, all of them to various degrees. On each side of this very powerful scene, there's complete garbage and trash. It's detrimental. I'm pretty sure it's done on purpose because of the way these movies are made. I don't think it's accidental. I think it's done on purpose. Yes, there's my conspirio- my conspiratorial moment of the day.
1: Well, and they're clearly deliberately destroying all of these things. They're killing the blessings with curses. Mm-hmm. And the reason that especially plays, operas, any media that incorporates all all of these abilities, the music, the words, the imagery, they are reality warping spells. Mm-hmm. That's why Shakespeare or Wagner's play, uh, operas, they can have so much power and actually start to warp reality to them. That is what media is doing now. It is warping reality to what it wishes it was. It, that's why they keep portraying non-whites and not us in our lands long, long ago, because they are warping our perception of reality. They're killing our ghosts. They're killing our history.
0: All right. And uh, yeah, it's that time. So I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to say, if you took nothing else from this, then um, I don't know. Put magic into everything that you do. Realize everything that you do and everything that you don't do matters. And it, it echoes and reverberates throughout reality. Yeah, take that with you. If you made it this far, congratulations. You win. You're a toughie. You're tougher than the toughies. And uh yeah, I'm hoping right now we're having a great time on our survival experience trip thing. It'll be better than sitting in modernity. So yeah, we'll see you guys when we get back.
1: Yep. And for those out in the wastelands of modernity, those of you who are listening to Hyperborean radio as we speak a spell. Watch out for those trying to curse you, because they're everywhere, and they are coming at you from all sides. Beware the chaos magicians of the wasteland. Lorekeeper out.